trans people, it feels like their states are trying to erase them. Their very existence is literally being criminalized. They are already more than four times more likely to be victims of violence, including rape and aggravated assault, and more likely to suffer fatal violence. Black and brown trans people are at the highest risk. Welcome to The Shrinks on Third, our psychology and social justice podcast. I'm psychologist Cindy Ariel. And I'm psychologist Julie Mayer. Join us. Julie, this country, I thought, used to represent freedom, the land of the free. But we've learned that that was never really true. We definitely have learned that, Cindy, really by doing this podcast. But it's been a goal to keep improving human rights. The United States has been a symbol of freedom and human rights around the world, even as flawed as it is. Yes, but for who? That's why I'm so bothered by what's going on now in so many states. There's this push to take away freedom from a lot of people. It's infuriating. It makes me so upset. Of course, it impacts the most vulnerable people in our society, like it usually does. And we're talking about trans and queer people. It's hard to wrap my mind around the fact that we need sanctuary states for trans and queer people. It's insane. When we heard that some transgender people were considering moving to New Jersey, now that it's become a sanctuary state for trans people, we started wondering how widespread is this? And we found that for trans people, this is a big deal. Soon after Roe v. Wade was overturned in 2022, a lot of people in the LGBTQ community and allies felt immediately concerned about the future of their rights. And we did, too. Totally. And this didn't come out of nowhere. In his concurring opinion, our favorite Clarence Thomas suggested (laughs) suggested reconsidering established rights like marriage equality and contraception. The fear was deep and justified. And since then, our country has become increasingly hostile toward the LGBTQ community. And there's been a huge increase in anti-trans hate in this country. States are introducing, and in many cases, enacting laws targeting LGBTQ people. Oh, yeah. They're accused of being pedophiles and grooming children. This is horrible and dangerous. They're also accused of teaching inaccurate sex education, leading children to believe they're queer. There's also a theory that social contagion is causing more kids to be transgender. But of course, it doesn't hold up in research because it's not a real thing. It's just paranoia. All of it is. Trans people, LGBTQ people are not dangerous. Families often look to blame someone else when their child gets into something they feel is wrong or they don't like like drinking or skipping school. Right. They also want to blame someone else for things like introducing their child to a queer lifestyle. It is more out in the open these days, but it was always there. People don't make you queer. If you aren't interested, you keep moving. 
Exactly. Or maybe you experiment to figure it out, but nobody makes you become queer. Hostility against the LGBTQ community stems from homophobia and transphobia. Some states are more strict than others in terms of their work against LGBTQ people. But last year in 2022, more than 171 anti-trans bills and more than 300 anti-LGBTQ bills were introduced. It's really scary and very ridiculous. And they didn't stop there. In 2023, we've already surpassed the 2022 numbers of bills being introduced, and too many have already passed into law. In case you haven't had a chance to look it up, it's important to know that according to Scientific American, the magazine, the well-known magazine, the science shows that laws banning gender-affirming treatment, even for young people, ignore the wealth of research demonstrating its benefits. Not surprisingly, for anyone with common sense, research shows that the benefits outweigh the risks. Right? As psychologists, that seems totally obvious. Allowing people to be who they are and supporting that is beneficial. Wow, who would have thought that? So, Phil Murphy, the current governor of New Jersey, recently signed an executive order making New Jersey the latest sanctuary state for trans people. The order protects trans people receiving gender-affirming health care and prevents people from being extradited out of New Jersey to another state for providing, receiving, or helping someone get these medical services. Punishing health professionals for providing medical care sounds crazy, but here we are. Yes, here we are. His order also forbids state departments and agencies from cooperating with investigations from other states trying to charge a person with civil or criminal penalties, which means this is what people are trying to do. Instead, the state agencies are supposed to coordinate to protect people or groups like clinics that provide, receive, or help provide or receive gender-affirming health care services from being persecuted and discriminated against. Murphy's order was clearly motivated, at least partly, by this disturbing trend in states across the country, including his own. Indeed, New Jersey lawmakers had recently introduced six bills targeting LGBTQ people. And Governor Gavin Newsom from California was the first to sign a bill protecting the right to gender-affirming care that took effect January 1st, 2023. So California became the first sanctuary state for transgender people needing to get out of anti-trans states when and if they could. There are a growing number of safe haven states. It's currently up to about six. Also, about 16 other states are promising to follow suit and become sanctuary states, but not all of their safe haven legislation has been introduced yet. To trans people, it feels like their states are trying to erase them. Their very existence is literally being criminalized. They are already more than four times more likely to be victims of violence, including rape and aggravated assault, and more likely to suffer fatal violence. Black and brown trans people are at the highest risk. It can be really scary for a trans person just to take a road trip. They never know when someone will attack them, wherever they go. If you aren't trans, try to imagine living like that every day. So much stress and fear. Given what we're seeing in terms of states proposing more and more harsh laws that target trans people, as well as violence in our communities, 
It's no wonder that a lot of trans people are making plans to leave when they can. Even in relatively safe cities, trans people experience frightening discrimination and death threats. Many just can't imagine themselves here in this country, the land of the free. In the future, they can't picture it. One of my patients has talked about how difficult it is for her just to use a public restroom because her choice of clothing and appearance confuses people. And for some reason, they have a need to let her know she's in the women's room in case she's in the wrong place. And as you might imagine, people are not nice about it. And she's not even trans. It's just the way she chooses to dress and look. Another non-binary friend was just walking down the street when they were told, there is something seriously wrong with you. And these aren't the physically violent stories we also hear every day about people attacking non-binary and trans people. They have to consider where they walk and even when and where to go to the bathroom when they're not at home, just for their own safety. Transgender people are just people trying to live their lives authentically, like heterosexual white people are allowed to do. Right. So because even sanctuary states don't feel all that safe everywhere, even most of the time, trans people are also looking for ways to find safety outside of the United States temporarily or maybe even in the long term. It was first from a family friend that we heard that some people are considering leaving the country, heading to one that is more trans friendly. Right, Cindy. So Nordic countries like Denmark, Norway, Sweden, Finland and Iceland are considered more accepting and safer than the United States for trans people. Some are also considering Canada and researching other European countries for their policies as well. Some folks are thinking of actually trying to claim asylum in another country. But it's unclear if that would be possible. Sexual and gender orientation is an acceptable reason to declare asylum if it's clear that you're being persecuted based on it. Serious threats of physical, psychological, and sexual violence generally do meet United Nations guidelines for persecution. You don't have to be a victim first. You just have to prove you're at risk and that there's a very good chance of it. That's where it gets tricky, too. Establishing persecution or the threat of it has kind of strict guidelines. LGBTQ people fleeing other countries because of persecution based on sexuality or gender identity are still claiming refugee status and looking for asylum in the United States. So this is just crazy. Well, they're coming here because the countries they're coming from are much worse than the United States. They offer them way fewer rights and freedoms. They have no other option in life but to leave their home country. United States citizens, even trans and queer citizens, are seen as still having a lot of rights and options here, including laws and human rights that balance in their favor more than in some of these other countries. They are able to travel wherever they want. They can go to school abroad and get visas in other countries. They don't need to apply for asylum and probably won't be prioritized if they do. Trans U.S. citizens in hostile states like Texas and Florida can easily go to sanctuary states. I mean, they need money. They need to be able to move. It's not that easy, but they can right. do it. To apply for asylum, you have to prove that the entire country is not safe for you, that transphobia is a federal policy, which as of this recording so far, it is not here. Right. Even though things are trending in that direction, we're not quite there yet. This is not to minimize the fact that trans people are frequently scared and fearing for their lives no matter where they are. People get pretty creative. 
We know of a family where one partner is from a country in which they can go to claim dual citizenship, and from there, they have a better chance to get to friendlier, less transphobic places in Europe. Every person, regardless of how they identify or express their gender, should be entitled to live authentically, with safety, with respect, and with equality. We should be worried about losing such an important and loving part of our population. Also, who's next? Another vulnerable population is always next. That's right, always. Once you start attacking, it's like dominoes falling. Legislation and executive orders to protect and support trans people are needed now more than ever as red states keep pushing anti-trans laws to ban gender-affirming care or otherwise make it almost impossible to get. Why isn't Pennsylvania a safe haven for those seeking or providing gender-affirming health care? Well, I would like to think they're on their way. We were curious about that and found that at transequality.org, they have a state-by-state listing of the 2023 legislative priorities for trans people. And guess what? There are none for Pennsylvania. Instead, it lets us know where to find our legislators so we can call or write them and let them know Pennsylvania needs to pay attention to this. So if you care, get on that. Transequality.org is also a good place for lots of information and ways to help out. As a trans-led organization, it needs and deserves a lot of support right now. The Transgender Law Center at transgenderlawcenter.org is another trans-led organization that you might want to check out. For this country to be truly free and live up to its faltering reputation, all of its people need to be free to live their lives. When one population is targeted, we all are unsafe. It's our moral imperative to support all people in their efforts to live free. You got that. Thanks for joining us. You can find us at shrinksonthird.com and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Shrinks on Third. Till next time. Take care.